You're listening to the Batuta Advocates Weekly News Wrap on Desert Rock FM 96.5. G'day, I'm Bruce Hitchcock, and you're listening to the Weekly Batuta News Bulletin, coming to you from Koala Mattress Studios in downtown Batuta. Joining me in the studio today is my old mate Wendell Hussey. Hello, Bruce, and hello to you listeners, wherever you may be in the world. A quick reminder that the Batuta Advocate Roadshow is heading around the country this November, so make sure to join us when we hit your town. Head to www.batutaadvocate.com forward slash roadshow or the episode notes in this podcast. And Dell, fruit certainly has been the flavour of the news this week. Correct, Bruce. Fruit terrorism, as it's been labelled in some corners, has gripped the nation's attention with needles found in strawberries, bananas and some apples. But that wasn't just the beginning, was it? No, because in the last couple of days there has been another urgent recall with loaded crossbows found in the nation's watermelons. Scary stuff. It certainly is. A few shoppers around the country received the fright of their lives after cutting into the large melons only to find a loaded weapon pointing in their face. David Littleproud, the nation's agriculture minister, has ordered an urgent investigation into the matter, asking the question at a press conference yesterday... Who thinks of this shit? Well, someone's definitely thought long and hard about it, Dell, because it'd be no easy feat putting a weapon like that inside a fruit, even a large one like a watermelon. Elsewhere around the country, Uncle Tony's undergone another significant change in character. Yeah, Uncle Tony X, as he's been referred to this week, has sensationally converted to Islam while in the lockup. The former Prime Minister Tony Abbott has backflipped on his previous comments about Muslim ideology after being introduced to the teachings of the Quran by his cellmate Spider. This occurred after the newly appointed Special Envoy to Indigenous Affairs was jailed on Saturday evening for public intoxication. Yeah, he spoke to the advocate through a contraband mobile phone smuggled in by some of the Vietnamese inmates in the same block and said he has finally found peace in the religion he spent so many years stigmatising through race baiting and sensationalism during his time as Prime Minister. It's certainly an incredible U-turn, isn't it? And still down in Sydney, the Premier of New South Wales has angered some of the younger people. She has. Gladys Berejiklian has announced this week that she's considering banning every single genre of music that goes well with drugs. The Premier, who says good governments let people get on with their lives, also says she's certain that banning 95% of all genres of music will be the key to stopping alcohol fueled violence and drug use amongst the 4 million younger people in New South Wales. Forget pill testing. The Premier hit out at Triple J and Spotify, claiming that music's the problem and that banning it all would solve most of the issues. Hmm, an interesting move, that one. And Bruce, back in town now, a local high school teacher spoke to us about how she's managed to hide her life of sin from her students with one simple trick. It's actually a great life hack. She's managed to remain hidden on social media by using her weird middle name as her Facebook name. She explained that she hasn't exactly got photos of herself shooting large African animals on safari or passed out covered in vomit in hotel rooms but that some of the stuff on there could land her in hot water if the kids found out. It's a very handy trick, that one, and one she says she'll use until she gets to the age where no-one's interested in finding her on social media. And on the subject of public sector employees, we spoke to another one this week. Yes, we did. A local government-employed town planner who was urged to take five RDOs, or registered days off as they're officially known, after he did an hour of overtime this week. The planner received a rather stern slap on the wrist before being ordered to take the RDOs for staying a full one hour later than he's contractually obliged to. His manager told him that all this stuff about having to get something done was absolutely no excuse for staying back in the office, saying that there's nothing in this line of work that's so urgent you should be doing overtime. 
No, certainly not. And Bruce, in the sporting world, Mount Buller is under the pump this week. Snowed under, you could say, Del. Yeah, the popular ski destination has been overcome with celebrations this week as the Melbourne Demons managed to make it deeper into the final series. Apparently it hasn't been like this since election night in 2013. No, it hasn't. The mood up there is reportedly electric. They've set up some massive screens in corporate boxes ahead of the big match against West Coast this weekend, with reports coming in that the place could go ballistic if they were to make it through to the big dance. Fantastic that these diehard supporters really have something to celebrate. Yeah, absolutely, mate, it is. Anyway, that's it for the News Wrap this week. Thanks for listening. Don't forget The Advocate is going on tour, so grab your tickets now. And please, subscribe to the podcast to get your weekly fix of real, unfiltered and unwavering regional news. Until next week, I'm Bruce Hitchcock. And I'm Wendell Hussey.